everybody. Welcome out to the Domesticated Savages podcast. Here we are, once again, the three best friends that everybody wishes they had, the savages. Jake's here. What's up, everybody? I've got Fitzy Boy here. What's up, Fitz? Hello, hello. Multitasker extraordinaire. Looking at his phone and podcasting. Sweet. Uh, he's just getting some stuff lined up for this episode. Uh, my 14-year-old is actually acting a fool right now. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> we gotta take a time out. No, we're good. Okay. <laughs> and then we got back in studio. We've got Jeremy. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed here in the morning. Yeah, it's different. Back from his... That's like afternoon, but... What, his uh, difficulty with the re-adjustment reversal... Is that what happened the last couple No, weeks? I thought he got an anal bleaching. Oh, that's right. It was anal bleaching. You did, How's did, that booty hole, bro? The, the bitch of it, it was a home kit. <laughs> <laughs> Do it at home. <laughs> Were the instructions in like Dutch or something? Like, Chinese. You had to just go off of the It was like Ikea furniture. Just yeah. go off the pictures. <laughs> it was... It was like Ikea and <laughs> didn't understand the instructions. Very well. Every single language on this planet yeah. except, except English. Except, yeah. It's just freaking caricatures on your <laughs> stupid pictures. So yeah, we were, we're back. Uh, we're happy to be here with you guys podcasting and sharing some of these stories. This uh, episode, we're going to start out. Fitz has a story from the national media. It's pretty interesting. Uh, I want him to share that story with us. You ready for that? Yes, sir. So this story comes to us out of Phoenix. A Phoenix man was fatally shot early. So this was actually a couple weeks ago on May 14th, I guess one week ago. Yeah, a week ago. So a Phoenix man was fatally shot early Sunday morning after pulling out an airsoft gun and pointing it at a man armed with a real gun. Oh, yeah. Real versus <laughs> fake. Which one's going to win? Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> so Phoenix police respond to the scene after receiving a report of a shooting and found 31-year-old Sergio Cruz suffering from a gunshot wound. They administer first aid until EMS arrives. They transport him up to the hospital where he is pronounced dead. Investigators so far have determined that Cruz confronted another man regarding a conflict between another man That's that Cruz a knew. Love triangle here? So apparently this, the shooter has beef with one of Cruz's friends. So Cruz, being the hero that he is, goes to confront the other guy. For whatever reason, I guess his argument isn't going so well, and so he pulls out a fake gun. In which case, the shooter pulls out a real gun and shoots him once in the chest. <laughs> so, investigators are still, at the time, they're looking for witnesses and video footage to kind of corroborate what witnesses were telling them uh, and different things like that. So, no arrests were made. The shooter was still on scene when the police arrived. Totally cooperative. They're not releasing his name. And I don't, it doesn't indicate, but I don't believe he was arrested or booked on any charges or anything like that. So the, the dude who got shot is Cruz, right? Sir, Cruz, yeah. Sergio. Cruz is the dead guy. I wonder Cruz if before the confrontation, he consulted Amber Heard's attorneys. <laughs> Probably. He's like, what should I do? They're like, take a fake gun. They're take like, a do gun. you That'll have work. a fake gun? That's the best method. 60% of the time, it works every time. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fake gun, dude. Don't bring don't bring a fake gun to a real gunfight. No. It's probably a bad idea. We've seen that kind of crap, right? Oh yeah. Yes. How often have you dealt with somebody who has and those airsoft guns look real. Yeah. You can't tell the difference until you maybe up close and holding it. Yeah. Well, and even then, some of those are heavy. Like if you have the ones with the CO2 cartridges, they have ones that are actually made out of metal. Yeah. They, you know? I mean, so they, even, they feel the, the yeah. weight of them, are, but like you go to rack the slide or something like that. It's right. Like, okay. Yeah. This is fake. But Telltale. in all intents and purposes, you, you, you could be holding your hand across me, Jeremy, two feet away and pointing at me. I'm like, that's a real freaking gun. Oh, yeah. It looks like a real freaking gun. Oh, we get a lot of dudes. 
and chicks, whatever people uh, on the streets who utilize those guns to, to commit robberies, yep. um, you know, commit these ag assaults, carjackings, and they're using these fake guns, but there's no way that you could ever tell that it was fake until you deal with the situation and have that in your hand. Once it hits the media, right, you have one of these fake incidents, police officers end up shooting the person while well, it was a fake gun, you know, yeah. they shot another person with a fake gun. Bitch, did you know it was a fake yeah, gun? exactly. Like, I'm not going to sit there and wait for an airsoft BB to come out or a real bullet like, no, exactly. I'm sorry. If it looks like, and even even now with Cerakoting and Duracoating, yeah. you have guns that look fake as, fake shit, as shit, and they're but real. they're real. They're real. I'm getting one of my guns painted up right now to look like a stormtrooper blaster yeah, so exactly. nobody better shoot me because it's just a fake <laughs> gun everybody like come on yeah exactly uh yeah we have we have people doing that stuff all the time so word of the wise you know you've got to assume that they have a real gun until you know otherwise you have to assume that it's a real yes. gun until you know otherwise yep. so i think that's probably why they've done what they've done in that investigation it's like well dude shot the other guy he probably he tells the investigators i'm sure i thought it was a real gun and i feared for my freaking life absolutely so that's smoked them mm-hmm. the end yep. well and back to your original question right we we deal with that frequently enough that it's not really that surprising for us you know you you have an incidence people are calling in with a you know somebody pointing guns at people and just walking down the street yeah. and you know we we show up in big numbers because you know we obviously want to have more than two or three people with with a man with a gun yeah and you show up you make contact with the guy you take the gun and it's an airsoft gun yeah you know and it's like Dude, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, especially in the state where we are very much a, a Second Amendment friendly state. Like, dude, you have no idea who and who is not carrying a concealed weapon. Exactly, yeah. Like, you point that at the wrong person, like Cruz did, yeah. and you're going to get plugged in the chest. You're going to get smoked. You're yeah. dead. Yeah, you're dead. And that made me think of a story that just happened the other day on patrol. We had a, a call that came in where these kids, I say kids, they're probably teenagers. They call in that there's some lady, and she's a crazy lady on this trail that goes by this river in the areas that we work, and they call it and says this lady just shot a gun at them and it's surrounded by houses what they claimed is they're by this wall that separates you know properties and they're messing around by this wall and this lady comes walking by on this trail and she starts screaming at him and she pulls out a gun and the way the kids described the gun said it was a big black gun it was a nine millimeter i know it was and it had a silencer on the end of it (laughs) oh and she pulled the silencer out and she shot at us and it missed us and it hit in the water and it splashed everywhere. We're thinking, oh, okay, cool. She's out here murking people. Yeah, it's like this, this, this lady, some like little lady has a flipping gun with a silencer on it and she shot at these kids. I'm thinking more or less, if, if anybody really actually did anything, nothing could be corroborated. There was no evidence on scene. Nobody could be located. And uh, there were witnesses, neighbors said, no, this never happened. But even if she did have a gun, most likely it's probably an airsoft. Because yeah. for, for you to go out there and get a handgun and get a suppressor for it and have it fitted on there and have subsonic ammunition so nobody hears a shot is almost impossible that's and e- not gonna happen. and even it's one of those movie things where people think that if you have a, a suppressor on a gun it's gonna be pew, it's pew, pew, yeah pew, it's super pew, quiet yeah pew. which no. it, it is there's a reduction in the sound yeah. You're still rolling at like a hundred and something decibels. Yeah, it's still loud. It's still loud as shit. Yeah. It's just not going to crack your earballs. Yeah. And if it's not subsonic ammo, you're still going to hear the crack of the bullet breaking the speed of sound. Yes. So you have to have all those factors in there. Nine millimeter bullets travel faster than the speed of sound unless you have some specialized ammunition that's going to make it go slower than the speed of sound. So yeah, not likely. But again, but not real. We, you know, every time someone with a gun comes in, we have to treat it like it's a real gun. Of course. Until we know otherwise. Until yeah. we can get up and grab it, inspect, and it. inspect it. Yeah. Uh, we have to treat it like it's a real gun. Yeah, my kiddos, uh, we're doing my, my my oldest boy. He loves airsoft, so he invited a bunch of his friends over, 
and they're going to do like an airsoft war. There's a little gully kind of by my house. And they're going to do the airsoft war over in the gully and they were taping these balloons to their chest so they could tell that they were shot. <laughs> and, uh, and we made sure that we advised all the neighbors, Hey, the kids are doing an airsoft war down in the gully back behind the houses. Just so you know, don't be calling the popo. Yeah. You know, and if you do have questions, just let me know. Yeah. Because I don't need the Ask cops rolling the cop. up here. <laughs> I don't need the cops rolling up here. Yeah. Flipping come murking kiddos. Right. <laughs> That's the last thing I want right. to have happen. It's just about preparation. Make sure if you're, yeah, I'm all for stuff like that. You don't know, have mm-hmm. the kids go out there and have fun, but just make sure you take the, the proper precautions to Yeah. And just so, be smart. Like yeah. that's, it, and it sucks that you have to address that kind of stuff these days, but common sense isn't so common anymore. Yeah. So like as much as I want to say, you know, just use common sense. Yeah. Like, well, that's not a thing. Just think about it for longer than like 12 seconds. Just think about what you're doing before you do something. Uh, speaking of this also makes me think of another story that's happened recently. So have you guys seen those new guns? They look like, once again, they're, they're not air soft, but they look like real guns. They look like replica guns, but they shoot these little gel balls. The Orbeez. Yeah. Orbeez. The Orbeez. Yeah. You got a couple those? at the house. Yeah, yeah. You, you have some? Yeah. Those things are pretty legit. So my son has one. Brittany's son has one and they shoot each other all the time with it. Yeah. I found one on Amazon. That's a it's a saw, the M two forty nine replica. Uh-huh. So it's a little bit bigger, but it has a drum, uh-huh. so you can fit probably several hundred in there. Uh-huh. So I'm debating dropping like hundred and eighty bucks on one of these, uh-huh. and then one day just rolling up on these. <laughs> <laughs> and just no, you, but no warning. They're going to be yeah. sitting there with yeah. the no autos. Yep. You're going to roll in no warning auto. and just drill the crap out. Well, so they have uh, they have ARs. So it's fully auto, but the magazine, you know, it's it's a small little. Is it like a hopper, or how does it work? You don't like load them in like a regular. No, so so they have a lot where it's like a hopper, like the pepper ball guns, yeah, um, and it sits on top. Mm -hmm. I hate paintball guns. Yeah, I hate that. So we bought ones that it it it's just in a normal magazine, probably two thirds the size of a a regular uh, AR magazine, Uh and there's a little hole on the top, and you just kind of funnel it in Uh the the Orbeez in, Uh and then it just loads into the mag well. Spring loaded. Yeah. So those Orbeez, they come dry, and then you soak them right, and then they Uh get all that weight from the water, and then actually. So the longer, from what I understand, the longer you soak them. The, more, with the water. more water, yeah. Um, the bigger they get, they so you can absorb. get, yeah. So you can get like different sized Orby shooters, apparently. Mm. Um, but I think if you just soak it for like an hour, that's kind of like the standard. So yeah. they'll 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 soak them and they'll go outside and they'll shoot each other. Or they'll shoot each other in the house. Are they like biodegradable or yeah. what? Yeah, that's they just cool. disintegrate. Oh, that's cool. So even in the house, once they pop and they kind of fall on the ground, once they dry out, they just get hard. It, it doesn't hurt anything. Mm. So mm. it's just annoying because they're yeah everywhere all over the place. Yeah. But the call that we had the other day, it was up by this park, and this guy was out on his porch shouting at these kids because these kids are rolling down the street mobbing down the street and they've got guns he's like hey you kids what are you doing and they turn at him and they freaking shot the <laughs> shit out of him with these Orbeez guns <laughs> yeah they shot the shit I, out of him I same same location a couple weeks ago yeah. same thing yeah I think it's what it, maybe it was the same one maybe, but it was yeah but my, was it at night yeah, yeah it was like right towards when shifts were overlapping yep. that's yeah. so funny yeah <laughs> he called it in these kids are running amok and they shot me with Orbeez <laughs> we couldn't locate them, right? No. Yeah, we couldn't locate That's them. They were funny. gone. Well, it's probably a good thing those didn't exist when I was a kid because I would have yeah. been doing the same kind of crap. You See, know, we what just mean? Heck yeah. And maybe I get smoked by the cops. Who See, knows? We, we <laughs> just we just had paintball <laughs> gun 
guns, and they were pretty obvious. You know, obvious. The big, they big didn't look hopper, like guns. Yeah. Me and my friends, we would stand across a field, you know, the uh, Revolutionary War, just charge at each other. And just <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Everybody's on the and, line. And at first, you know, we're so far apart, we're not hitting anything, mm-hmm. but you get 20 feet away and we're just tagging mm-hmm. each other up. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So I've only been paintballing a couple times. And the last time I went paintballing, I was a teenager. And my brother, who's just younger than me, a few years younger than me, he came with us. So I was probably 15. He was 12 or 13. We go to this paintball place and he's on my team and I've got a few other friends who are on our team. So we've got a team of, you know, five or six people and we're going against the team on the other side. And there's a big warehouse and they had obstacles and you had to go, it's like capture the flag. So we go out. I was going to be overwatch, which means I was going to stay back and kind of cover them as they move forward on, on the objective. So my brother goes bounding forward to the, the first point of cover and the dude who's doing overwatch with me takes a pop shot, but he's just a terrible aim and shoots my brother right in the back <laughs> of the head <laughs> from probably 15 feet away. Smoked him right in the back of the head. And you don't have cover on the back of your yeah. head. And my brother's like, oh shit, I'm out. And he comes back over and he's like rubbing his head, paint all over his hair. It's like, are you good, dude? Are you good? He's a tough kid though. He's yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm good. We continued playing the entire time, but he had a big old welt on the back of his head. That's awesome. <laughs> Hacked right yeah. out the gate. Yeah, right out the gate. So My first time paintballing was in the Marine Corps. Well, so I was a poolie, so I had, I had enlisted in the Marine Corps, and I was still going through high school. Uh-huh. And so we have poolie functions once a month, and so we decided to go paintballing. Well, I've never been paintballing before, right? I'm a senior in high school. So I'm asking all my white buddies, like, hey, dude, what's paintballing? Oh, like? my white buddies? Well, yeah. Brown people don't go paintballing. Are you serious? We have real guns, homie. We do drive-bys and beer runs, Jake. That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm asking all my friends, like, what's it like to get hit? Like, should I wear a jacket? You know, I, I've never been there. And they're like, no, dude, don't be a bitch. Like, mm-hmm. just wear a long sleeve shirt, some long mm-hmm. pants. Like, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay. Show up. I have, uh, like, some old school, like, camo long pants, some shoes, and, like, a long sleeve, uh, like, a lighter hoodie type of uh of shirt. So we're running around and, uh, you know, we get split up in teams. It was one recruiting station versus another. And there was something like 20 kids in each group. So we go head to head. Well, the place that we were at has two levels. So there's a downstairs and an upstairs. So we have one battle downstairs, one battle upstairs, and then we have a tiebreaker where we use the whole the whole thing. So the first round we go through, I get completely destroyed because I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. So I go running out. And it's kind of capture the flag type of thing. Yeah. So we have, and our, our Marines um recruiters were kind of our like our team leaders you know so they're kind of directing us where to go but they're not actively per, uh, uh participating so we split up into little teams you know and we're getting all tactical and i'm feeling all cool like cool this is gonna be awesome and we're gonna light up all these dudes so i go running down this hallway not knowing what the plan was because i wasn't paying attention <laughs> yeah so i go running down this hallway and by the time i get about halfway down the the little indoor field i come up to like seven of the people from the other group and oh. they just fucking lay into me they lit you oh up. Yeah, i was in so much like the fourth of july bro <laughs> yeah. oh and of course my gosh. and of course we're all you know high school you know we're all high school seniors there's a couple yeah. older kids um that are still waiting to to ship out but so you know you put your hat your, your gun up you know to signify that you're out and you always have the asshole that shoots you once or twice sure. when you're done sure. so you know gun goes up and, and it stops and i'm painted the entire front of me i don't think there was a single piece that didn't have paint did on you just me. have like a t-shirt on 
Yeah, it was just like a light, kind of like this, just like a light hoodie and a t-shirt underneath, you know? So it hurt. I oh, was, yeah. I was feeling it. And I, was just, oh, yeah. I didn't know what to do. So I put my gun up and they stop. And as soon as I turn around, I get shot three more times. Oh, my ass. My gosh. <laughs> and I, stopped, I stopped and I turned around and looked at him and the dude's looking to me like, my bad. And I'm like, motherfucker. Oh my gosh. Oh, my but that gosh. was fun. That was that's my first funny. time paintballing. And ever since then, I've, that's funny. I'm like, I want to do more paintballing. That's funny. So in, in the academy and even with the police department a lot of times we'll have trainings and yeah. we'll use we don't use paintballs for the training but we want to simulate something that inflicts pain yeah to kind of reinforce proper techniques so you're not just going out there willy-nilly right so we use bang, bang, bang. we use uh simunitions they call them simunitions sim rounds yeah sim rounds so and the guns you have look just like a Glock or they have AR-15s to look just like AR-15s with simunitions. So it shoots a projectile out. It is like a, it's a marking projectile, but they shoot out at, you know, hundreds of feet per second and they, they're, they're smaller in diameter than like it a looks, paintball. So the sim round, it looks almost like a real round. Yeah. It's got like a little casing. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's got like this plastic hardcover with the marking in it. Mm-hmm. And then you load up. You know, it has a magazine that, you know, pops you out and like you load one. it up with yep. just like sim rounds. Gun. Mm-hmm. And then the sim, I think they're like blue. Uh, yes, they're blue. The the sim guns, so. To make sure you're not shooting a real freaking yeah. gun. Yeah. They don't look, I mean, it's, so they're like really It looks just like blue. a Glock, but just like a blue Glock. A really like bright blue. Yeah, like a cerulean blue. And you know, it's <laughs> cerulean blue. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> it's a, f- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Look up cerulean blue. That's what color they are, bitch. Okay, if it's not, that's that's a major point. If it's I think, not, then I think you that's can... an, I think that's an X Files episode. Eat a dick. <laughs> cerulean blue. It's this guy who has like this mind power, and he tells this cop like. Look at the cerulean blue, and the cop drives into an oncoming traffic. Oh, yeah, traffic. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the trigger word? Yeah. Yeah, to make him do Cerulean blue. Yeah. Holy shit. Are you serious right now? Yeah, exactly. Is that what color they are? It's, I think that's pretty damn yeah, close. That exactly is, the color I'm, there. I'm, yeah. What yeah. the shit? It's because I love cerulean blue, so I don't it's know. It's a good color. Impressive. Thank you. <laughs> so if you want to know what color the guns are, look up cerulean. Yes, yeah, cerulean that's blue. That's pretty damn close to what they look uh, like. <laughs> so we were in the academy. And I had never, you know, I've been paintballing and I knew what paintballing feels like. It hurts, but yeah. it's kind of like, you know, you shake it you off. You shrug it off. Um, so they tell us we're going to be doing simunition guns. So we go to this hot house, which is where you go. It's, it's you know, made up to look like uh, a real house or uh, a building. So you can utilize cover and, you know, advance through hallways, get into four years and just use proper tactics when you're clearing. So they set it up and, and we're going through it. It's the SWAT team who's teaching us building clearing. Yeah. So we're doing it and it was just static. So we're not shooting against anybody, but we're going with our guns, making sure we're covering our buddies, not aiming our guns at anybody, pieing corners properly and, and doing those things uh, as we're doing this training. Well, it comes to the end of the training. They said, okay, now it's going to be force on force where it's gonna, you're going to have a group of people that you're going to go and try to take down. And it's the SWAT team against us. So SWAT hey. team with all these tactics and know what they're going to do. And they've done this a million times against us brand new fresh meat. So we go in and I go in with an element of probably five guys, me and four others. So we go in and before... Before we started, we had our vests, but we're all looking at each other. The me and the other nineteen guys in my academy, like, hey, you guys gonna wear your vests? And a couple guys, like, yeah, I'm wearing a vest. I don't want to get shot. And I was like, fuck it, I'm not wearing a vest. I'm tough. <laughs> so I go in, and we we start <laughs> going through the hot house. Hold on. So there there's a, someone from the training units there, like sending you and giving you instructions. Yes. So the SWAT team's in. Yes, yeah, SWAT and team's no one in already. 
The training knew, and they're like, oh, you're going tough guy, huh? Yeah. Nobody they, said boo to me. No one said boo. Nope. So well, we it's because they knew who your dad was. Oh, probably. They're like, we're not telling Jake anything. Yeah, exactly. Have you seen his dad? Probably. So I go in with the other guys, and we're clearing, doing a good job. I think we take down one guy. So they set up an ambush. Right at an ambush point, it was a, a fatal funnel. We get freaking sucked rocked, in. bro. And the dudes there. from the SWAT team, we you know, we've got our little pea shooters, our little Glock 17 simulators with the guns. Well, they've got AR-15s. And those sim rounds out of those AR-15s are way hotter. Yeah. Way freaking hotter. And I get lit up in the chest, just zipped. <laughs> and... I freaking go down. I'm in a world of pain. I said, holy balls, that hurts. And, you know, we get taken out in probably five seconds. And we get done. And I look down at myself and my shirt, it's gotten holes in it. And I'm like, fuck. And I pull my shirt up and I have welts that look like I have a third, like a third nipple. They hit right on the same spot. I have one, two, I have three nipples now. And the, the training guys come up. They said, they laugh. They go, ah, ha, ha. Think how bad it would have been if this was real bullets. I said, if those were real bullets, I'd, bitch, be, dead. I'd be dead anyway. Give, my vest wouldn't have stopped freaking ar-15 no, bullets anyway i said well wear your vest next time when you're doing sim you know simulation guns i said fuck yeah i will because <laughs> yeah. that hurt like a bitch so we in in the academy when i went through they they set up they just found a cut like a, there was like a house that was about to be demoed mm-hmm. and they just got permission like hey for the next couple days can we run yeah um, we still do stuff like that yeah. yeah and it's like sure and so same thing you know we're, we're with our sim guns and they're teaching like you know how to clear a house you know checking corners everything making sure you know your your dead zones where you can get dead uh-huh. and luckily enough so we had you know we had our you know, our duty belt and they told us like everyone wear your vest these will these will tag you and it'll sting and you'll bleed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we go in there and of course you know you're trying to do everything they taught you and your adrenaline's kind of pumping and it's kind of like you're a little scared but you're kind of excited yeah. it's fun mm-hmm. and so we go in we're getting lit up uh, everyone that's go they, they send us in in twos just hey you and your partner have to mm-hmm. clear out or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my partner can't even remember who it was got lit up and i got shot but it hit right on the belt mm-hmm. never felt it mm-hmm. i never got shot with the sim you room. never got no? shot with a sim gun I avoided Damn, that. You avoided Ow. it. Took it in the That's belt. Impressive. Bro. That is impressive. Impressive. Luckily, so, especially as big as Jeremy is, he's like yeah. hitting the side of a barn. <laughs> so I can't remember. My partner's like, "Oh, that hurts so bad." And I'm like, no, "Not me. I'm good." Like, yeah, that Pussy. definitely hurts. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly Pussy. what that feels like. But they did. They did bring out the paintball guns. They set up like uh, they got a bunch of plywood, and we went to our shooting range, outdoor shooting range. I hope this is the story you're going to tell. And so they set it up, and it, it was all just like an active shooter, and so. They had, you know, probably 20 or 30 different planks of plywood just set up. modular. Modular. Yeah. It's not like a house or anything. It's just, it's an, it's an outdoor shooting range that they had just set up in the middle of the range, this, these planks of plywood. So it's kind of like cover. sheets of plywood. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they're they're kind of reinforcing, like, don't hug your cover. You know, when you, when you've got a situation, don't get right up on it. Mm -hmm. You find quickly when, you know, when you go to the academy, you're thrown in with a bunch of new people. You start to see personalities and you start to see people and you start to see the weirdos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, the oddballs. The oddballs, as it were. But we had one guy who was from another, he was going to be with another agency, but he was going through the academy with us. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a big time fan of 80s movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 80s action movies? 80s action movies. And of course, when when you're going up against the training staff, they're going to have top-notch equipment uh-huh. they're gonna give you like the walmart special yeah like or the k you know the blue light special kmart yeah from kmart that's like 20 here's your 20 dollar paintball gun yeah. with like two and a half rounds the jams cut, every other one shot in half uh-huh. and so it just spats you know paint's just spitting out of it yeah this one guy pulls back from watching all his 80s movies he's like i'm gonna do this yeah so we have on the opposite end of the uh firing range we have our bad guy one of the training staff this guy proceeds to like 
start running and he starts doing like tactical rolls on the ground. Oh my trying, God. Hondo roll, trying to make <laughs> oh his way gosh. up, which is weird because it, it was gravel. Like it's not like a field. It, the, not like grass no, or something nice. Our, our outdoor range had gravel, but he's just in it and he's got his Kmart special and he's flipping and flopping on the ground. <laughs> and we're all watching like, what the hell is this guy doing? Oh my like, God. Like he's not Mel Gibson, you know, rolling on the ground, taking out the drug dealers and the Christmas tree lot. <laughs> and we watched watch the training guy come up and he just casually walks up as this guy's flipping around and just starts plugging him on the ground. <laughs> and he's like, ah, ah, ah. And he's down and he's like, ah. And the training guy's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Like There's the a last reason. Thing, last thing you want to do is be on the ground in a gunfight. Yeah. You want you to keep so your mobility. You are so mobile and you're going to get smoked. You're an easy, That's you're so sitting, funny. shooting, flipping fish in a barrel. And flopping fish on the ground. Not even <laughs> in a barrel and you know of course the training staff used that as like don't be like this fucking guy this is stupid what are you doing yeah. and then not like a couple rounds later we had another guy and he's 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 a nice guy mm-hmm. um a couple rounds later uh this guy has the bright idea well there's the threat i'm just gonna make a beeline and so he just kind of starts running down the course and again the the trainer's like oh okay you know, a, a, a target moving straight at you is a lot easier to shoot than if it's moving yeah, left to right. For sure, for sure. It's like, well, it's not, okay, pop, 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 pop. And then again, he's like, oh, oh. and he's like, training's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Serpentine. Run a serpentine. <laughs> not even a serpentine. It was it was run a straight line. Run a, run a straight, straight line, line pad. At your target. And got smoked. And so, I mean, again, it, you know, paintballs don't hurt as much as sim rounds, Um but we did a, it was day in the life and then night in the life. The, oh, yeah. the academies, yeah. you know? So we're doing the day in the life. Then we come back for night in the life and they'd set up scenarios up at the range, up the Canyon. And they had a scenario where somebody was being held hostage. You walk up on it, you know, you're by yourself. You're with the trainer. He's kind of gives you some details. You're walking up, says, yeah, you're in, in route to a domestic violence. Don't know what's going on. They called. Now they're not answering the phone anymore. That's all the details you've got. So he's walking me up this path and it's dark as shit. There's no lights there. It's nighttime. So I'm walking up. I've got my flashlight out. And as I'm walking up, I shine my flashlight up and I see these two people. And they both have, you know, masks on because we're using some munition guns. And one person has his arm around another person the person's neck and has a knife and I draw my gun out and I said, hey, drop the knife. And I probably, with a simunition gum, I'm probably 40 feet away. And the trainer next to me is like, what are you going to do? And I was like, boom. We're like 40 feet away, right between the eyeballs of the dude who's holding the hostage. <laughs> right the between hostage. the freaking eyeballs. No, no. He just lost all the leverage. Now what are you going to do? You got no hostage no more. What's up no, now? The dude you know, who took the hostage right between the eyes. And they're like, end exercise. And they said, man, hey, good job, good job making a decision, taking that guy out. Did you feel comfortable shooting from that far away? I said, Obviously. <laughs> Apparently I did. They said, well, good on you. Because the simunition guns aren't that accurate. Yeah. I freaking tag the air between the eyeballs. With a you know, regular gun, I'd still feel com- obviously right. more confident doing that. But yeah. it was pretty funny because they were you shocked that I took <laughs> Obviously. <Yeah>. Obviously. <laughs> I don't know. Ask the hostage taker. <laughs> oh, you did can't because he's dead. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, those are fun. Those are, those are good training experiences. I wish we could do that more often. 
just budget and stuff like that doesn't allow us to do it as much as we'd like to. That that got us off uh, on a little tangent there, talking about our own personal uh, academy stories and just our own personal stories too. What about you guys out there? Do you guys like to do paintballing? I know that's kind of a big fad right now. People like paintballing or actually paintballing's maybe gone by the wayside a little bit. It's more like airsoft. Yeah, there's a couple paintball places that have closed down in the area. So it's airsoft. And they get like, I mean, they have, you know, saws, full auto, they can blast. They have sniper. Yeah, uh, seems like it's cheaper too. Just the, the airsoft is cheaper to run than it is not paintball. Bad. Airsoft, a lot of people gravitate toward that because it makes them feel like real, real operators. Real operators so, because they get their guns. If you like go on YouTube and like operator. and like Google or or YouTube like airsoft videos, yeah. those people will spend you know thousands of dollars oh, on yeah. guns and kits and yes. tag vests and, they're and helmets. The, they're out in the wilderness. They're out in the wilds. We've got Dude, this scenario. A, they have full-on leagues and stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. i got to find out. There's, there's a tournament where it's like a three-day airsoft tournament. Tournament of champions. <laughs> but you're like in the tournament the entire time. One of the dudes that I follow on Instagram took part of it, and I want to say it was like two or three days. But there's no break like until you until you have a winner. Hmm. So you have two teams, and then each team breaks into you know smaller little platoons or, or team squads, whatever. And it's essentially you know last man standing. Hmm. And they have um, there's like buildings that they have. There's an open kind of foresty area, so you have a couple different areas that you have to cover. And yeah, they go at it for like two or three days until it's last man standing, and Dang. it's it's pretty intense. So these dudes are like packing in food, packing in sleeping stuff. Like these dudes yeah. are running around. Um, I. I I want to say somewhere I had read that there was a SWAT team that went in and, and took part of it, and I think they were part of the winning team, but oh, yeah. it was dude, See, it's intense. If, if, if that's what I'm doing, I'm going Rambo. I'm going to find a cave. Yeah. I'm going to hide out when it's nighttime. I'm going to go out and snipe people when they're in sleeping bags. I thought you were going to yeah. say you were going to sneak out and slit people's throats. <laughs> I'll kill them all. Kill them <laughs> like, all. I'm the only one that's alive. I win. Jeremy's running around with a marker. <laughs> A red marker. People are waking Slip. up with red lines on their. What the heck? Oh, They're like, shit. yeah, you're dead. You're Sorry, dead, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Billy, you're dead. Bro. <laughs> Stop talking. Yeah, I'd be. I I pull the Arnold and Predator. Coat myself in. Uh, oh, <laughs> what's his, what's his name? Uh, in Predator? No, it's not. No, Billy's the it's Dutch. Uh, Billy's the Asian Dutch. or the the Indian dude. I it's thought Dutch. you were talking about. Could you cut yourself? No, 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 no. I was saying I'd be Ar- I'd be Arnold in the Predator. Oh, okay. Cover there was that mud. scene on the bridge where Billy knows what's yeah. coming. No, I was thinking Billy. You know, they had to hire security on set specifically for that dude for Billy. Why? Because he was such a drunk and like was so mean. They had like security just to like protect him him (laughs) from himself. From himself. And like so like they just like were around him. Really? Yeah. Make sure he didn't get out of hand. Yeah. He seemed a little crazy. Yeah. Seemed a little nuts. Well, yeah. Who faces the predator with nothing but a big old knife? Yeah. Well, he lost. Psychopath. (laughs) I mean, even the samurai dude in the new predator movie died. But he took him with him. He did. Billy went out like a bitch. He did. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking got smoked. (laughs) He stands on the bridge with that knife and the predator's like. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking dead, bro. You're dead. It's like, I have this gun. I have this some kind of body armor i'm gonna go with a knife against this invisible creature killing everybody has like i'm gonna stand in the open yeah i'm gonna stand cannon. in the open with only one area to go to yeah behind me yeah exactly excellent tactics there seal Good team. Bro. they were seals right in that movie no they were no. like special forces it's like special forces black ops stuff yeah they went in to extract the team that got lost down in the jungle which was an sf team so dutch's team was like you know you have your special forces fits if you didn't know you don't know military shit let me tell you they're special forces 
forces. Spe- and then you have your super Spectrum special forces. forces. SSF, super special forces. That was Dutch's team. <laughs> what about a SDSF? Super duper special forces. Yeah, that's, Is that like Deltas? Uh, uh, bro. It's like SEAL Team 6? That's like fucking SEAL Team 38. SEAL Team 38. That's, How yeah. many fucking SEAL teams do we have? Don't even know. Just... Is that actual team that got Bin Laden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Team 38 reporting. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games until a SEAL hears this and we all wake up dead one day. We wake up dead. Oh, fuck it. That'll be fun. Not by a marker either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be a freaking knife that looks like a marker <laughs> so you can carry it on It's going to be one of those fucking, uh, sh- those knives, the, the shark ones that have the CO2, so you stab a shark and it, you press uh-huh. it and it shoots a blast. Uh-huh. Just blow our fucking heads off. Blow our heads off. But the seals wouldn't do it in our sleep. They'd wake us up to let us know. Like, let us know. That's what would happen. you to be fucking killed. So like, guess what, bro? Who's we talking shit now? It's like, we didn't like episode 22. Goodbye. <laughs> seal team 38, mother dead. Yeah. <laughs> And it's going to be doing nothing but talking shit on SEAL teams. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we had a former SEAL in our department years ago. I don't remember his name, but I'm I'm pretty sure I remember people telling me. I'm, I'm like 99%. We had a former SEAL come work for us. Did he write a book? No. He got a, he got in a shooting and he tagged a dude with his pistol from like a crazy far like they're like well you shouldn't be taking pistol shots he's like I'm a fucking seal it was a good <laughs> shot it was a good shoot yeah. right and after like they gave him shit after that he's like fuck I'll just go do contract work fuck you guys yeah really for significantly yeah. more money I've got, your I've pops got your pops may know uh, probably. I'm sure your pops knows who it was. Hold on, guys. That's my ringtone. Let me check this out real quick. Somebody's calling me. I got to take this. Hold on a second. Domesticated Savages. Jake the Savage speaking. What can I help you with? I need you to send an extraction team ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep that. <laughs> we have to is keep that, that. Is that SEAL Team 38? That's is SEAL Team 38 requesting SEAL extraction? Team. We're on the way. We are on the freaking way. Give us your 10-digit grid. Where, what are your coordinates, buddy? What's your 10-digit grid, SEAL Team 38? At the park. Just past the church. You got to exfil yourselves out of there, gay. Like, what kind of SEALs are you where a bruise hampers you? No, <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Luttrell would be losing his mind right now. He would. <laughs> I don't know. Has, has Marcus ever had a calf bruise? You never know. Well, boys, it looks like SEAL Team 38 is in desperate need of some help. And the only ones who can provide it are the domesticated savages. Let's roll out. All you savage listeners out there, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for part two coming at you next week. Until then, stay savage. Tune in next week for the exciting conclusion of episode 22, where we'll find out, were the savages able to save SEAL Team 38 in time? Did one of Jake's kids buy a fedora? Are at-home anal bleaching kits worth it? All this and more next week on the Domesticated Savages Podcast. Mm